And welcome to Lambda Weekly. I'm Dave Taffet here in the studio with Laurent Landis and the late Patty Fink. And uh, Patty is here with her lovely wife, Erin Moore. Thank you. <laughs> That's so much better than calling me abroad. Or a chick. <laughs> or I was going to say, I, th I thought it was originally a chick. It, it was originally a chick, but then he devolved into broad. Well, this is not dame. Actually, I wouldn't mind Dame. Yeah, Dame is kind of cool. I, I was thinking of introducing, <laughs> I'm Dave Taffet here in the studio with Laurent Landis and our two gals. Uh -huh. Oh. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Oh. Uh -huh. No, no, no. No. Uh-uh. Uh, no. We, no, we're not uh. playing patriarchy game today. <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but you would accept Dame Erin Moore? Well, you know, like Dame Judy Dench or something. Yeah, sure. But not like she's a good dame. <laughs> This ain't guys there is and dolls. nothing like a dame. Yeah, exactly. Erin <laughs> uh, is our guest today, and uh, we've promised each other that we would fight throughout the hour. It is Pledge Drive, though. 972-647-1893 uh, is the number. 972-647-1893. Or you can do, as Josh used to always uh, recommend when we gave the phone number, he'd stand behind the... Uh, the board, and he'd say, tell them to just go to knon.org <laughs> and make their pledge online. David's making hand gestures. <laughs> For those of you Imitating that don't have Josh. video, yeah. yeah. Um, but that is the easy way, actually, to make a pledge. And actually, our show, half of our pledges come just online, uh, and we don't know about them till, till later. So since we don't know that you're going to make that pledge online, during Pledge Drive, what we're saying ahead of time is thank you for making that pledge online. Yes, and if you're listening later in the week to our to the archived episode, um, you, you can still pledge later in the week. Right. You know, knon.org, anytime. Pretty much we'll take your money. We need your money. We'll take your money. We'll give you multiple ways to do that. <laughs> we are community radio, and we need your support. So knon.org is probably easiest for those of you that are computer savvy or call the call the pledge line, which is somebody help. 972-647-1893. In stereo. Oh, and David. And Patty, join in. Here we go. 972-647-1893. We should be able to set that to music somehow. We should. And, and then do a remix. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we're all about that. Uh, but the easy way to make a pledge is just to go online to knon.org, because that way you get to see all the pledge premiums. Um, our new short sleeve T-shirt for a $50 pledge is mustard-colored, or, Patty, as you pointed out, more Grey Poupon. Yes, it's it's Grey Poupon. With black sure. lettering. Mm -hmm. uh, but not the, not the whole the, the whole grain. It's just the regular. Just the red, smooth, <laughs> oh my God. smooth you gray poupon. know how bougie y'all sound right now. And uh, <laughs> our new long sleeve T-shirt for a $60 pledge is black on indigo. I yes. like that one. That's neat. And that's what I ordered because I don't have enough K&ON T-shirts. I ordered three of them. Yeah. I mean, Laurent and I are the only two not wearing one, so. I have so many that I've started to give them to my daughter. Oh, it's like Patty's wardrobe. Yeah, yeah she, she just wears them now. <laughs> Which KNON t-shirt will I wear today? So Today, actually, I wore three pieces of KNON wear. My KNON t-shirt. I, I see the this green bag back there. My green uh, computer bag yeah. is a KNON bag, which we don't have those anymore, but it's perfect for a little laptop. And my KNON uh, hoodie. Okay, so there's no questioning what you're doing. Well, there is because I'm not wearing KNON pants or underwear. Yeah, or beanie. Yeah, or beanie. Yeah, oh, I there couldn't is a find oh. mine in the in the snow this week. Oh, I like the beanie. The so, yeah. snow and freezing cold. If you're cold, if you if you're cold natured or work in a cold office or you know if it's going to be cold later on today, <laughs> you can or you can pledge uh, for the beanie. The beanie's pretty cool. I might have to get that. 972-647-1893. That's 972-647-1893. I can't imagine I lost it in my move last summer. 
I can't either. Yeah, my dad used to call those watch hats. Well, but this one had a big pom-pom on top. Oh, Lord. It did. The new one does not have a pom-pom, so if you're... So if you want to see David look even more ridiculous, I'll find the, his pom-pom uh, hat. The sheets over there? Yeah. Uh, and the beanie is goes for 50 bucks For a $50 pledge. Yep. And you can certainly wear it in Dallas weather once a year. No. You know what's a staple of mine from KNON, as far as all these merchandise, is the um, sunglasses. Really? The, the Ray-Ban. They're mm -hmm. in my car right now. I put them on almost every day. And that's for a? That's for a pledge <coughs> of $30. Um, so pretty cool looking. You can wear it. Sun is always shiny in Texas. Yes. Doesn't matter how, how cold. cold it is or how hot. Sun is going to be shining. You need those glasses. Well, I carry my Canowin canvas tote bag every single day. You know, so. So please help these people wear something else and buy all the merchandise <laughs> with your pledge to KNON.org. 972-647-1893 is the number or go to KNON.org. Um, Yes, a beanie would you'd wear once a year. How often do we have freezing weather? Oh, every morning these days. Yeah. Well, no, th but this is one freeze. Right. One incident right. is what I'm talking about. Well, I mean, about. some people wear them just to wear them. Yeah. Fashion although, accessory. Although it has gotten warm today, that uh, isn't the weather forecast. Yeah, mm. it's not bad outside. It's mm -hmm. like 70 degrees with a chance of snow. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's you wear your flip-flops to mm -hmm. cover your faucets for that night. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we invited Aaron to come on, which we always do during Pledge Drive. Yes. And we appreciate your coming because they are more difficult shows because we're juggling several things like 972-647-1893. Ooh, smooth. That was, was that smooth? That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. this is the first time I've ever been on on Super Bowl Sunday, though. Is it? Yeah. Out of all these years? Yeah. Because it's usually candy. Candy is usually it's Super late. Bowl Sunday. It's late this season. Mm -hmm. They added they a added game. game. Huh. Oh, okay, so while we're talking about Super Bowl, who's going to win? Patty? I don't even know who's playing. Aaron? <laughs> um, pulling for the Bengals. I don't know if they'll win, though. And Laron? <laughs> I don't have a dog in this fight, but I hope the Bengals win, too. Only because they're such underdogs. Okay, you know who I okay I'm going to go with the Bengals, then, too. Yeah. Well, and one of my best friends lives in Cincinnati, so i got to rep for her. However, I say it's going to be the Cowboys by six. <laughs> oh, my God. Boy, are you wrong. Do you, oh you want to know my logic in this? And I do have it. Sure. Well, let's hear it. Okay, so Donald Trump didn't lose the election, right? Right. So since Donald Trump won the election... I think the Cowboys didn't lose the playoff. Or any of the other games Or they any lost. of the other games that they <laughs> <Sure>. lost. <laughs> and, and it's going to be the Cowboys. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah, it makes perfect that's, sense. That's not how Thank this you. works. That's yeah. not how any of this works. <laughs> yes. No, it doesn't. Well, that's that, why... that didn't used to be how elections worked either. Right, right. But the Cowboys would actually have to show up. And... I think they're I think they're off somewhere. I think the Cowboys are going to win when wins. JFK Jr. shows up at Dealey Plaza. You know, there that you never go. happened. Yeah. We waited and waited. I was told he was coming. <laughs> and your office actually overlooks Dealey Plaza. Overlooks, yeah, Dealey Plaza. So I had a firsthand view of all and that. And you're sure he didn't come? No, no, nothing happened. Even no, when you went to the bathroom? No gazpacho police. Nothing showed up. You're sure he didn't show up while you were, like... Pretty sure. On the other side of the building? Yeah, pretty sure. Going to get coffee? I'm more than a little sure. <laughs> so, Speaking of the gazpacho police, <laughs> did you hear this this week with Marjorie Taylor Greene? Oh. She was she railing to, on the yes. gazpacho police. Nancy Pelosi's gazpacho police. Yeah. She wanted to, I think she wanted to say Gestapo. Yes, she But did. she came out with the soup. Right. You know, so the the puns have been wonderful and de wonderfully delicious this week. Well, because it's what week is this? Super Bowl Ooh. week. Super Bowl. And then there was the soup de tot that the she was involved the soup with. Soup de tot. <laughs> the Luft waffle. Well, while we're talking about this idiots, was. she's afraid of sangria law. <laughs> the other news that came out this week was that Trump clogged the toilets in the White House with papers that he had torn up, 
and he complained about the plumbing in the White House because... He talked about toilets a lot. Yeah. How much it required to flush them and... Was it the White House or Mar-a-Lago? Because he took a bunch of classified stuff to Mar-a-Lago. No, that was the stuff he took to Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. Those documents still exist. They're not in the toilet? These are things that he shredded in the White House. Gotcha. Not shredded in a shredder, but tore up into little pieces and threw down the toilet. Gotcha. When his staff wasn't taping them together. Right. And then apparently people in his office loaded up the torn up pieces of, of documents that he ripped up, presidential documents, and put them in the stuff that went to the archives because when they got to the archives they had to have staff tape this all together wow because it was such a normal practice for him to rip things up so juvenile but really what kills me is his his comeback is that nancy pelosi tore up my speech and that's against the law it's against the president's record presidential records act because so so he's aware that it's a law right but, you know, not when you pass out 535 copies of it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think the one he used to deliver the speech is the one that goes, that's the presidential document. I think a photocopy of it passed out to everybody that was there doesn't count. You, know, you don't have to turn them all back in and they don't all go to the archive. <laughs> there, is, there is no depths to the depth of this man. I mean, he just, every time you think it can be lower, it gets lower. Mm-hmm. So I'm not surprised he tried to flush. And something else I saw online was like, there's like 14 fireplaces in the building, and he tried to flush documents. That alone should prove he's unfit. I saw that too. <laughs> you know? I mean, it's like, really? Yeah, I hadn't thought about the fireplaces in the White House. <laughs> so. Yep. Huh. Yeah. Anyway. Well, while we're thinking about it, it is Pledge Drive. And the number to call to make a pledge is 972-647-1893. That's 972-647-1893. That's 972-647-1893. And um, if you uh, do call to make a pledge, you're calling right here to the studio. One of us will answer the phone. And uh, we'll appreciate your your pledge Mm -hmm. uh what the station is looking for is you know we have goals to make and uh we're pretty close to our goal right now for this pledge drive as a show as as a show as a show yeah um we have about fifty thousand dollars to go stationwide and hopefully we'll make that uh by friday um but what the station is looking for for each show and whether to renew each show is number of pledges, so if you can only make a small pledge, that's okay. Uh, it shows you're casting your vote for this show in a way. Uh, if you can make a larger pledge and really help keep us on the air, uh, we appreciate those too. And those count as far as number of pledges as well as dollar amount going toward our goal. Uh, so 972-647-1893 is the number. And, um, Patty, you've done this one, so I want you to talk about it. Is this the... Uh-oh. <laughs> Without destroying the studio, it's please. It's just a speaker. David knocked down a speaker. Um, yes, we have done this before, and that's the Elite Music Sponsor. For $500, that may seem a lot at one fell swoop, but when you think about it, it's spread out over a year. And you can actually do it in 12 easy payments. Yeah, $42 a month. Mm-hmm. Um, just have it drafted off your account or on your credit card. And what it gets you is like a permanent permanent name on, on a list of all KNON events. And we're talking about live music. We're talking about food. Good we're talking food. about entertainment. Really good and food. no physical paper tickets or even tickets on your phone that you have to find. You're just there on the list. You and a guest show up and you're always on the list. So... You know, it's just like, what time do we want to go? It's just easy. It's there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yeah. And it's, and it's year rounds for a whole year. You get to just drop in and enjoy an event. You know, normally KNON does about 40 events a year. So uh, the, uh, the one year that you're on the list won't start until we're up and running with all of our events. Right. So you can give it now, and then you've got a year awaiting you whenever we start doing events post-COVID. But if you only go to three or four events... It pays for itself. Yeah. Two tickets plus dinner. 
plus parking. Plus parking. Oh, really? Because if you just think about it, if you go to one of the bigger venues, like AA Center, you got to pay for parking. It ain't cheap. Yeah. So compare that to what we're doing with the KNO win. Yeah, it pays for itself, and maybe sometimes even one. Yeah, one or two for sure. Yeah, one or two for sure. Mm-hmm. And who else serves you gumbo? That's right. <laughs> no, it's not just gumbo. It's like 18 different kinds of gumbo. Yeah, the That's barbecue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the events are good. They're good for the food alone. So, right. so give Consider. us a call, 972-647-1893. And it's one of those things, if you don't do it this time, think about it for next time. Because... Uh, the events really are wonderful events to go to. And with Valentine's Day tomorrow, this is a great way to get a gift for your loved one. Oh, you know, for your boo. Yeah. You could get a, an elite music sponsorship in their name, and then you could hope they take you every time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's a good question. Is it transferable to <clears throat> break up? I mean, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, consider it for, for, you know, Valentine's Day. You know what else is tomorrow? Um, Valentine's Day. Early voting starts. Oh, you're right. You're right. Early voting starts. Early voting starts. There's a lot of V tomorrow. There is. Voting, Valentine's. Okay, so have you noticed this about the ads? I noticed one for somebody I'm friendly with. Uh, She's running for EBJ's seat. And it's a nice, friendly ad about what she did in the legislature. And it's over. And you don't want to wring somebody's neck. The people running on the other side for the other party, Uh these are just vicious ads. Oh, yeah. Ooh, another V. They're mean. You know, yeah. a good example is um, the Fort Worth Commissioner's Court. Oh, they're being mean to each other, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, the former mayor, Betsy Price of Fort Worth, very nice person, very centrist. Reasonable. Reasonable. I mean, I'd vote for her. Okay. She did a good job running Fort Worth. I don't have complaints about Betsy Price at all. Yeah. Um, She talks about some of the things she's done. Her opponents. Mm. She has lost the right to call herself a Republican. Oh, yeah. It's like they've been given permission to to be mean because of the, the previous guy, the former guy. Um... And now it's just all out. Any kind of cooperation is seen as a sign of weakness. Any mm-hmm. kind of bipartisan legislation is seen as, you know, conspiring with the enemy, essentially. I used to say that, that Democrats and Republicans were turned into teams by, uh, by Lee Atwater. And now it's not even teams. It's warring factions. You know, we're not just playing in a competition and one has to win and one has to lose. It's, it's tribal now. It's tribal. It's, it's, war, it's people that will pull out no stops to win never mind the fallout never mind what rules or laws they're breaking never mind anything and it's really showing up in their primaries it's like you know the most vicious is seen as the strongest and i'm like okay one thing i'm wondering are people going to wonder when they go on the republican side on the to a republican primary to vote for or for Greg Abbott or for one of his opponents, if they're going to say, but I thought he was running against Beto. Oh. Uh, there will be people like that. Yeah. Sure. Because that's what his ads are. Oh, yeah. Well, he's not, th- he has such disdain for his other opponents in the primary that he's just not even paying attention to it. He's going directly to the general election. Yeah. It's a strategy. People yeah. do it in all kinds of races. Yeah. It's a strategy, but it's very confusing. Not I've my had- problem. <laughs> not confusing for Democrats. Yeah, I'll tell not you my that. problem. Yeah. Let, let him fight it out. He, he's, he's pretty secure he's going to get the nomination, and for good reason, he should be secure. Yeah. Well, in yeah. the polls, uh, it looks like he might have a runoff. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Who? Um, With Huffines or Alan West? 
neither, hopefully. No, he's not going to have the, the runoff. It's Paxton who's going to be in yes, a runoff. Yes, Paxton will Paxton. be in a runoff. That is correct. No, Abbott's, Abbott's pretty safe. Yeah. There's no way any, either of those little piss ants are going to get to him. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> we need to take a break. You're listening to uh, Lambda Weekly on 89.3 KNON FM. Uh, in Dallas, I'm Dave Taffet here in the studio with Leron Landis and Patty Fink. Our guest is the inimitable Aaron Moore, lesbian. He'll be breaking more FAA regulations after the break. <laughs> FCC, FCC, sorry. We'll try not to. Yes. <laughs> and welcome back to Lambda Weekly. I'm Dave Taffet here in the studio with Leron Landis and the late Patty Fink. Aaron Moore is our guest. We're just talking some new stuff. On this Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl. Cowboys are going to win. Cowboys are going to win. You know, earlier, uh, uh, Aaron and I said that we're going to go to root for Cincinnati, but there is a gay reason to root for the opposing team, which we didn't even mention. That's the Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. Who's the opposing team? <laughs> the Rams. The Rams. LA Rams. <laughs> you really didn't know who was No, I know. Oh, yeah, that is too funny. Okay. Well, the other reason is. That Mike and she calls herself a lesbian. <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> Come on, good Patty. thing Candy's not here. Yeah, a <laughs> damn good thing Candy's not. You're gonna here. lose your lesbian card. Um, there's gonna be five male cheerleaders this year on uh, on the uh, for the Los Angeles uh, Rams, and they're all openly gay. Oh, good for them. Really? Yeah. Mm. Wow. It's so rare. I think one one or two other teams have male cheerleaders. It's, this didn't start to very recently to pass. Four or five years, Jeez, but they have sexist, five. Yeah. <laughs> Never thought it was. I just thought it was racist. <laughs> that's a bonus. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, so that's interesting. So that's a good gay reason to root for the Rams. It is. Yeah. Well, I've only got a few hours now to decide who I'm going to root yeah, for. Right, right. You got yeah. you got some time. I do think it's interesting that Cincinnati is the mayor of Cincinnati has closed schools tomorrow. And um, the the city buildings, the city will be shut down. They're that sure they're going to win. Wow. Oh, they're losing their minds in Cincinnati, according to my friend that lives there. There's well, like, everything is black and orange right now. <laughs> well, they may, need, they may need that day off if they lose, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Because <laughs> it'll really hurt. They'll so all need to be like, to right, right. you know. So. And to clean up the rioting. Yes. All right, right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's, you know, um, go, go home and, and, you know. So we were talking a little bit about uh, politics. Uh, let's see if I can give this one a positive spring, uh, spin. Spin. Yes. A, a positive spring. See, I'm going to ask again. Are you okay, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> you can't get the story out. I have another one. I, okay. I, I have the notes right here, and it's clearly written, so... Uh, Brad Namdar is running against Colin Allred. Yes. Um, his main issue is human trafficking. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's accused now of soliciting sex from a prostitute. Oh, really? Namdar is? Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, the Dallas Morning News had to withdraw its endorsement. Oops. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> hate when that happens. Yeah, that, that's a rarity. What was he doing? Research? For the, with the prostitute, you mean? Yeah, on human trafficking. Oh, probably. <laughs> I mean, he'll say that. Either that or he'll tearfully apologize mm-hmm. and everything will be okay again. He's from the, the Matt Gates School of yeah. Running for Congress. <laughs> Talk about a disgusting human being. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help it. What's going on with his uh, being thrown out of Congress or arrested? <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> Gates, you mean? Yeah. No. People think he's a hero. They'll defend anything and anyone that says what they want to hear. I swear, it's like, I don't care how reprehensible you are. And then, like, the but slightest... But there, there are actual charges against him. Yes, there are. Well, there's actual charges against past him for the past eight years, too. That doesn't mean anything. Right. Well... It will when they decide to try the case, but they've decided it's too expensive to try in Collin County. That, and they don't want to move it to Dallas County. Do you really <laughs> think that case is ever going to go to trial while no. he's still in office? Oh, I don't think it'll be on But maybe. Be on after he's out of office. Oh, it will. Maybe Louis Gohmert will beat him in the primary. 
Louis Gummer can't zip his pants. <laughs> so. His owner, anyone He's else? Oh, yeah. Yeah, how does EBJ describe him? The stupidest man in Congress? <laughs> right. She's not, she's not alone in thinking and saying that. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's pretty. He's got a lot of competition now, though. But yeah. how does somebody come up with human trafficking as his number one issue and then go to a prostitute? And a lot of prostitutes, I mean, some prostitutes are just. The same way somebody doing, writes anti-gay legislation and then goes and diddles his boyfriend. I mean, it's, you know, it's me think the lady doth protest too much. You know, if you're against something, you've probably had some experience with it at some point. If you're that fiercely against yes, it. Yes, yeah. So, and it's projection. Yeah, absolutely. I am not this thing. Look. And I'm not downplaying the problem of uh, human trafficking. Ooh, it's huge, especially in Dallas. It's a big deal here. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot. They busted a human trafficking ring last week, I think. It was mm -hmm. last week before. I mean, so, yeah, it's a serious, serious subject, which is why it deserves more than a clown show of Namdar. <laughs> so. <coughs> you know, these things just write themselves. Um, in Ted Cruz versus Big Bird, his, um, <laughs> his latest conspiracy theory is the FBI incited the January 6th riot. Right. Wow. Now, didn't Trump engineer getting rid of Comey, mm -hmm. who was the FBI director? Yes. And he appointed somebody? Yes. Who is still the FBI director? Yeah, Ray. Yeah. Michael Ray. So if Ted Cruz is blaming the FBI, is he blaming a Trump appointee, or aren't we supposed to put one thing together with another? It's, it, it really has devolved into a game of how ridiculous of a thing can I say and still have people believe it. I mean, and it, it's all deflection. It's like, even though you know it's not true, they still have to go, okay, big sigh, let's go look at this, and it diverts resources. I mean, it, it's been, you know, over a year now where... We've had Biden as president, but you know, during the Trump years, it was just one asinine, illogical assault after another, and you got so tired of it, you gave up, and that was the point. And I think Cruz is trying that same strategy. It's like, let me see how many ridiculous things I can say and do, and then they'll get tired and give up, or they'll keep chasing their tails and not pay attention to the real things, you know. And I think the problem with the January 6th investigation for Trump and his cohort now is that people are paying attention. I mean, there's actual investigations happening now, which they never wanted to happen. Except some of the paperwork is in the White House toilet. Which they've recovered some, haven't they? Some. Yeah. Not, some. not from the toilet, I don't think. Yeah. They've fished some of it out. But I think, I think a kind of bigger problem of, of just basic logic... Um, with Cruz is that, and others is that they say, "Oh, it was Antifa and BLM dressed up <laughs> as Trump supporters, and they did all that bad stuff, not us." And then Trump says, "But I'm going to pardon them all when I go into and uh, when he co when he comes when, back when he comes back, I guess with JFK Jr." Mm -hmm. um, and so he's going to pardon all the well. You Antifa mean when he's elected for the third time? Right. That's what he's, yeah. yeah. Right. And then, but how is he going to, I don't know now, it's complicated things with the FBI having, I guess, devised all of this. Oh. It's, it's, it's bizarre. We didn't do it. And if we did, we didn't mean it. And if we did mean it, we didn't mean it to get that bad. And if we did mean it to get that bad, we didn't plan it. And if we did plan, I mean, it's just, it's, you know, you're only guilty if you're caught mentality. So, yeah, let's just push it to the next to the next level and see which see which lie they catch us in so okay let me push this to the next level it is pledge drive <laughs> nice not nice bad. not bad i know we'll get back to ted cruz because there's more stupid stuff okay, he said fine <laughs> uh it is pledge drive uh we need you to help us make our goal we're pretty close uh but um uh, if you call 972-647-1893 and make a pledge that will help push us over and help push the station over. And get some uh, cool K&ON swag. I was, I was in a car accident and lost my car that had my K&ON sticker. But until then, I need to get another one, by the way. But until then, I'd always have... Another car or another K&ON sticker? I got a new car. And it had a ridiculous... I 
bet we can get you a new KNON sticker. Okay, that would be good. But when it was on my car, I would always get honks and nods and thumbs up, and people love KNON, so prove your love. Prove your Valentine's Day love and give us a pledge. It is. When you're, like, shopping for groceries and you got a KNON shirt on, they're like, hey, you get the little KNON nod. Mm -hmm. I made the mistake of wearing a KNON DJ T-shirt one day to mm -hmm. the supermarket and got followed around the store. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like that's the first time that's ever happened. But yeah, you, I mean, so, you know, pr prove that we're worthy of your love and give us give us some money. 972-647-1893 <laughs> is the number, or just go to knon.org. That's the easy way to do it um, because it, they're just online going to ask you the exact same questions we're going to ask. Uh, and Except in silently. Um, <laughs> well... They'll ask it on paper. Yes, they will. <laughs> and while we're talking about my doing... my computer has paper. <laughs> well, while we're at knowin.org slash <laughs> pledge now, um, when it comes time to, to pick a DJ, you have to pick a DJ, and that's how you designate our show. It says David Taffet. Spelled wrong. David Taffet. Yeah, with three T's. Three T's. Yeah. Right. Two I, F's and three T's. I only have one T at the beginning, one T at the end. end. Just like David has one D at the beginning and one D at the end. My middle name, Philip, has one P in the <laughs> beginning and one P at the end. You need two That's, V's because you get two L's and two F's. David Taffet. <laughs> Misspelled. Yeah, it doesn't have the Philip in there. Yeah. So, so don't look for that. No. Um, 972-647-1893 if Patty and... Uh, Aaron have confused you more than you care to <laughs> Us, you're the one spelling your name. <laughs> yeah, so just be sure to, sure to choose DJ David Taffet yeah. when you go online, and that'll get it, get it credited to Lambda Weekly. And you can get a cool hat or a cool T-shirt. T-shirt. Or all kinds of cool stuff. All kinds of cool stuff, if you want. Yeah. I mean, you don't have or to. Or an apron. Do they still or have the apron? sweatshirt, yes. Yep, yep. Oh, wow. Yeah. Still got the apron for 50 bucks. That sweatshirt's one of my favorite pieces of clothing. It is It is the warmest, snuggliest thing I have. So My hoodie is wearing out, and we don't have hoodies. We have pullover sweatshirts right yeah. now. They're real nice. Uh, it's a navy blue with white K-N-O-N voice of the people lettering on it. 972-647-1893 uh, is the number. Give us a call or go to knon.org. Okay, Today in Ted Cruz nonsense. No, go ahead. Okay. Let, let, I had another story, but we're still okay, talking we'll about Ted Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> now, President Biden had said that he was going to appoint a black woman to the U.S. Supreme Court because in all U.S. history, there have been zero black women on the Supreme Court. Correct. Mm -hmm. and, and this is countless white men. Pissing off Ted Cruz, he said... Um, if you are appointing a black woman, then every qualified other woman and every qualified man, he's saying, I don't give a damn about you. So here's the interesting thing about that. Why you're upset that he's narrowing it down to black women, but you had mm -hmm. no he had no issue with Trump narrowing it down to women. Right. Or Reagan. Oh, yeah. Reagan they, said they, that, too. They, I will appoint a woman. They specifically had a woman idea. Mm -hmm. And so. all the other judges who were men, yeah. white men. Right. Other than two black Well, men. they're calling the other, they're using the buzzwords. They're saying, you know, it's affirmative action. Right. This is where critical race theory gets you and blah, And blah, blah. immediately they came up with three very qualified black women judges. Right. And the list has grown even more. Oh, I yeah. mean, there's, there yeah. are... But I'm talking about immediately off the top of everybody's head. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but there's there's nine people, I think, in consideration right now. So, yeah, mm -hmm. it just proves that there's a wealth of talent out there that has been underrepresented on the court, and it's high time we write that wrong. So... Well, to me, it's just been racist comebacks, quite honestly, to say, oh, well, it's affirmative action. Like, there are no qualified intelligent, educated, right. truly qualified black women in this country. Are you seriously saying that all of these, it, like you only, the only qualifier or the only qualified person to under consideration would be a white man? 
That's what they're saying. Pretty much. Yeah. It's like, if you're not a white man, then you're not qualified. You might not be qualified. Mm -hmm. are they the most qualified? This is birtherism in another form. It's just racist bullshit. It Excuse is. me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Well, Patty's breaking FCC rules. Um, yeah, it's just, it, I mean, it's this whole thing about... Well, there you know you're you're cutting out my population, and that's not fair. I'm going to hold my breath and say things that I believe to be unfair. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, okay, you know, do you think maybe they've been treated unfairly in their careers and need to be represented on the Supreme Court? Maybe could that be okay too? <laughs> you know? well, so. well, there was a, a poll that came out this last week that said that 84% of Republicans, or, or excuse me, Trump voters, 84% of Trump voters are afraid of um, white discrimina discrimination against white people, but do not believe... It's a believe, big problem in this country. And do not believe that racism in this country against black people and brown people and all people of color, indigenous people, um, is a problem. Well, Laron, what's mm. your opinion on that? You see us white people being discriminated against. Yeah, so I'm speaking for an entire group of white people today. Wow. Th no, that, I, I want to speak I was for do white that. people. Yeah, you didn't even plan. Didn't even plan yeah, that. No. Yeah, yeah. No comment. <laughs> but what about all us poor white people who've been so discriminated against? Uh, you, you, you guys tell me. Yeah, I, I can't. That's why I'm going to you. For it. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Is what it yeah, is. It's yeah, crazy. it is. I mean, but see, that's the thing people don't get about how diversity works, even in just you know, your general population or general work settings. You know, a lot of um, management um, positions of power. It's not that the people of color, black people, aren't qualified, but if sometimes if you don't go out to specifically tag one of these people, they'll never get hired. Yeah. You know, what you, you, they'll you always know, choose a white male. They'll first. always choose a white male, you know. And, and, you know, going back to the Super Bowl, there's a lawsuit right now pending against the NFL because of, you know, there's 32 NFL teams with over 80% of NFL players black. How many black coaches? One. Yeah. That's ridiculous. It is. So there's, a, there's you know, and I guess some years ago they put in place to try and um, diversify hiring uh, coaches of color. And the lawsuit is that those, those interview processes are just a front. And they've, they've poked holes in it and everything. Yeah. So here we go again. It's the Rooney rule. Yeah they, yeah, they have to at least interview. Exactly. They have to at least interview, but they have real, no, no real intentions of hiring you. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's the same concept. In yeah. that lawsuit, um, the coach that has filed the lawsuit. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's saying that the decision was already made when he was even brought in. It was. By the, it was. In it New York was. And he's got proof of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. He does. He's got proof of it. I, you know, a correction. The Houston Texans just hired uh, a new coach, and he's black. There's two now. Wow, so. two. Two. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, when, when a majority of the players are African-American... And the majority of the coaches are white. That sets up such a such a bad dynamic. It's like you you belong there, mm -hmm. and we belong here. Telling you how to play. Well, <laughs> where do coaches yeah. come from? Don't they come from the players? Not usually. Um, it's a mix. Yeah, it's a mix. It, but like half of them have been players at some point. At some point, but a lot of them are not. Yeah, a lot yeah. of them are not. It, it's just it's a. It's a weird dynamic, and this yeah. whole, I mean, I can't believe we're still talking about affirmative action and defending it, but the, the traditional white argument against it is it's unfair. You're giving somebody an unfair leg up. It, you know, you're, you're stepping on my experience to give someone an unfair leg up. Well, maybe the reason that somebody doesn't have as much experience as you is because they've been suppressed their entire careers. You know, they've been... They've been not hired or not promoted or not anything because of who they are. 
so yeah if they're as qualified as you yeah they get preference you know and that's that's kind of what we do when we do endorsements at Stonewall it's like all things being equal we're going to endorse the gay candidate because that's our or the trans candidate or the trans candidate um, or the lesbian candidate I was just you know broad gay the one big gay Um, because that's who that's our that's our mission that's our mission is to promote equality in in the political realm well it should be the same mission in appointing a supreme court justice or hiring coaches or whatever it's like you 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 should promote yourself and your your community for equal representation we need to take a break you're listening to lambda weekly on 89.3 knon fm we'll be back with more right after this and this is Lambda Weekly on 89.3 KNON-FM. I'm Dave Taffet here in the studio with Laron Landis and the late Patty Fink. Um, Laron has yes, just Laron. taken a phone call. Uh, thank you for calling in. 972-647-1893 is the number. Or just go online to knon.org. Um, okay, so Laron has the next story. <laughs> His- is, is that all we're talking about? Is Laurent's next story? No. Okay. Okay. Well, actually, Parkland's not under the county supervision either. We just deal with their budgets. Um, but it, it was a program at Children's and UT Southwestern that uh, <clears throat> that helped kids of a certain age who wanted to transition with their hormones and, and shots and counseling and counseling for the parents and it was a it was a groundbreaking leading program and they've there they, was one of three in the country yeah and they've decided to stop stop the program they'll, okay they'll, so here's my question yes uh which person in austin put the pressure on children's to cut it out i you know, I don't know that. I can, I'd be speculating, but my speculation is it has something to do with the, with the funding. You know, this this trans kids and sports bill, and then trans, you know, anti. They're coming after trans kids in Austin. Period. Mm-hmm. No question about it. They tried it with gay adults. They tried it, you know, with the LGB, LGB community. Then they tried it with the T community, and now they're trying it with the, the, kids that are trans. That, <clears throat> you know has been proven time and time again lead much healthier lives if they you know come to this realization and get get the proper you know hormone blockers for puberty this Um, program starts with counseling yeah i mean it all does it all does it's not something you wake up that day and go hey i think i want to be a you know a boy today about why or or how i just know it's a real shame that they have you know, that they couldn't either find funding somewhere else or whatever pressure they were getting stand up to it to say, no, you know, these kids' lives matter and we need to do the right thing. Was the funding coming from the state? Uh, or you don't know? I really don't know. Okay, I mean, we need to look into yeah, this. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, Children's is private, <coughs> so it's not like, you know, there's a, there's a lot of information floating around about executive-level decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, but, it, I mean... You know, if only we knew a reporter who could dig deeper into the story. Um, so, so <laughs> but it is a shame. It is a shame that that resource is no longer there. And it is a shame that all the times that I called this week, nobody answered the phone. Mm. Oh. Hmm. We're not talking about Florida, are we? No, no. we're talking about <laughs> Children's okay. Hospital. No, because there is a, a, another huge story out of Florida. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Do it. Don't say gay. Don't say gay. Don't say so gay. So for th- those who have not heard, there's a... A uh, bill that's been proposed to just submit it on a committee in Florida. Don't say gay. Oh, you just said gay. <laughs> Don't say it. Um, so what this bill does, it prohibits discussion about sexual orientation and gender identity in a school setting. Other provisions in the bill will require school administrators to notify if a student identifies as LGBTQ at school, effectively outing students to their parents. This also includes counseling. So imagine if yeah. a LGBT kid or Q goes to counseling, trying to talk it through with a licensed professional, they have to notify the parents. It's insane. It's just another, uh, another, another law that it hasn't become law yet, but another bill that's like, are we living in a twilight zone? Yeah. You know what's going to, I really fear this, it's going to drive the attempted suicide rate up. In Florida, because kids have nowhere to turn. Nowhere to turn. Because the last thing they want, if they're in an abusive family, and one where, for example, a a young man is 
in a toxic masculinity situation where dads, you know, would would rather have you dead than be gay in his in his eyes. Mm -hmm. That's they're going to be. They have no one to turn to. There's no public help. There's no private help. There's no there's nowhere to go because they're going to tell the parents. Mm -hmm. This also includes um, when you're talking about historical teaching. So you couldn't talk about Harvey Milk. Right. You, this this, this uh, bill will outlaw that. Mm -hmm. You can't mention any historical LGBTQ figures. You know, it is crazy. So this goes along with, you know, what they're trying to do with critical race theory, which, mm -hmm. again, doesn't even exist in public schools. And female health care. And female health care. Trying to get, you know, they really want us to go back in the closet. They want women to go oh, back in the time. kitchen, gays to go back in the closet. And all of us to be ashamed. All of us to be ashamed. Talk about the gazpacho police. I mean, it's like anything that they think is icky mm -hmm. you know that that doesn't fit with their wholesome 1950s speaking of donna reed uh which is our theme song um outlook on things but no no one no one alive now really <laughs> experienced the kind of the kind of life that they want to recreate that they think happened you know that 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 life just wasn't there unless you were. It wasn't real. It wasn't real ever. Wasn't ever. <laughs> you know, so it's this imaginary fantasy land that that if if you are a minority or an underprivileged, uh, underprivileged, underserved, under anything to community, they're trying to put their thumb back on you, mm -hmm. and just to be able to not even say gay, to say who you are is the most dehumanizing act I can think of. It really is. You know, to be able to say you can't have control over your own body is one of the most dehumanizing things I can think of. You know, and it's it, it can't just matter to them. It has to matter to everybody. And at some point, you know, it, it, I, I diverge a little bit here, but I'm going to do it anyway. There's a there's an archive, I think it's just archive.org, which is the National Archives, where you can watch a bunch of uh, royalty-free, copyright-free shorts and movies and things. And there's it might one, be archive.gov. I think it's .org, but it, yeah, it I, might be .gov, you're right. Yeah, uh, the Prelinger Archives is the one I like to go into. And there was one from 1946, right after World War II, about despotism. And it was very clinical. There was no you know, grandiose propaganda like there was a lot of the time. And it was a scale. It was like, if this is happening, you're likely living in a, in a society or community that is leaning towards despotism. And I watched that thing, and I was like, check, 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 check. And most of it was that all of the power is concentrated in a few hands. The media is concentrated by a few, you know, corporations. The, the wealth disparity is X amount. I mean, it was, it was all these checks. And frankly, it scared the heck out of me. Mm -hmm. And I'm like... We kind of thought that, but wow, this is something that lots of people, lots of countries, we had a world war about this, and we're heading there again. We're heading there again. And Governor uh, Ron DeSantis said he will sign the bill if it makes it to Of course desk. he will. Of course he will. It's, it's so insane, and it's, it's just insane. part of this whole censorship, book banning thing. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, as one young student pointed out in, a, in one of the hearings, book banners have never ended up on the right side of history in the entire history of Earth. <laughs> right. Right. But those who, who propose and support and advocate for book banning, which is the same thing as this anti-CRT stuff and the same thing as this don't say gay, it's all one thing. It's saying we can speak about us, but you can't speak about you. And we don't want to know about you. We don't mm -hmm. want to know anything. We don't see anything about you. And the other thing I think was really kind of kind of a brilliant observation is that um, there the, the, that meme that's going around is there were really two kinds of white white Americans. There were those who supported slavery, and those who were uh, abolitionists, anti-slaves, anti-slavery. Um, and it's interesting that so many peop white people. Um, think that their kids are going to gravitate toward the, the slave owners oh. and be ashamed yeah. mm -hmm. rather than take pride in the abolitionists. Like, they're, like they, they connect with the abolitionists and say, I'm anti-racist, I'm anti-slavery. In Plano, they had a school board meeting and, oh, about 100 parents showed up 
two of them were black. They're filing a lawsuit against Plano right now. Mm -hmm. They said they knew something was wrong when they got there, and a number of the white men who were there were in bulletproof vests. Yeah. I mean, we're we're still living out the, the... we're still living out the north versus south of freedom of expression and thought and you know all men are created equal versus the plantation society it's like it it was just so ingrained in the south that white is better than everything else and they are trying so desperately to grab that again um that it makes small people feel big you know it feels good to be um it feels good to be the person the people in power and they're trying to they think that somehow they are not in power anymore or that it's not granted to them as often as it was and they're probably right it's not granted to them it's not a given it's not an automatic that you will be the person in charge and i'm sorry about that but there are other people that live here <laughs> so i think it's something that white people just haven't felt in a while, or ever yeah well where they're not dominant uh, everything this thing at plano isd it had to do of course with critical race theory um, here was their definition of critical race theory. I had never heard a coherent definition. Uh, it's the way policies have upheld racism. That's yeah. pretty simple. Some, so something like separate but equal, yeah. which of course is separate, but it is not equal. Correct. Uh, has upheld racism over the years. That's what can't be taught. Mm-hmm. Well, separate but equal is just history. It is just a story. And it is okay to teach that's what happened. We don't do that anymore because it's wrong. Well it's okay to teach that. They're they're using they're using critical race theory as one, they don't understand it, but you know, logic has never been a strong suit of these people. Um, they're using it to mean anything taught about race. Right. Right. Oh, that's what this couple is suing over because it's gotten to the point where school districts don't know what to teach. Everybody has a different definition of it. And you take Plano, and I say Plano, and everybody goes, oh, yeah, (laughs) all white people. Not. 50,000 kids in their school system. What percent do you think are white? 50%. 40. Laron? I'm going to be like 70. 31%. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not that white anymore. Oh, wow. 27% Hispanic, 24% Asian. 13% 13% African American. Yeah. It's a very diverse school dis- wow. district. Yeah. Times have changed from when I used to go. Yeah. Well, I mean, they I just had, had an African American mayor. They had yeah. the Toyota plant move in that brought a lot of yeah. multicultural families with them. Um, I mean, and there's always been a mix of people in Plano. It's just they're not. They're not the people getting the attention, which I think is a lot of the problem. <laughs> it's a lot of what you know these, these stupid laws are fighting against. So. Well, one last, it is Pledge Drive. Give us a call, 972-647-1893. Again, 972-647-1893. Or go online. Uh, We need to get out of the studio because... You know, masks. They're they're here. The show is here. Yeah. Masks and all that. Uh, So we can't have too many people in the studio at one time. So go online to knon.org. And um, make your pledge, and we appreciate it. Go Cowboys. And go Cowboys today.